1: Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night?
2: Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts?
1: If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures.
3: Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters.
1: We're ready to believe you.
4: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 144, and summer season is upon us. On today's episode, we'll be talking about all the new anime series that have popped up in the last couple of weeks. But first, some introductions. My name is Evan. I am your King Baby Duck and J-Pop aficionado, and my hobby is bowling. With me, as always, is my good buddy, Elite Four, Derek, our Pokemon Gym leader. How's it going? Uh, I, too, enjoy bowling, usually candlepin. Of course we have our main dudes. We have the stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. Hi, I'm John Starr, and my main hobby is bowling. And we have the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew.
1: Hi, I'm the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew, and I like to party. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh. And last but not least, we have Greg, the tallest con staffer in New England.
2: Hi, my name's Greg, and I like to do security for your con. <laughs> so, clearly we know who did and did not watch Mr. Takanawa this season. Exactly. That's yeah.
1: A, a, I, I knew that that's what you were going for, but I went the uh, hot the hot rod way. Yeah. I'm, I'm the yeah. only one who likes no, to party. Nobody else likes to party. I like to party. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, and me. Yeah, and me. No, nobody parties. Only I party. Sweet. He, I, oh, and guess what? Get You guys, you, you gotta get this. So, for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast, I remembered to bring <laughs> Newsbell-chan!
4: And I didn't bring all of my things that I usually have because I'm tired from work.
1: Well, so it's great that I brought Newsbell-chan for this episode because we're not doing news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I figured everybody would just want to hear her and make sure... That she still existed, and yeah. she does, um, seeing that I have forgot her for the past four episodes.
4: Yeah. She was starving in the corner of the room.
1: Mm, with all my D&D stuff. So Evan and uh, and Derek are on a limited time schedule because they're going to a Beck concert in like two hours. Yeah,
4: like, uh, and really we're good. talking about the actual legit Beck, not Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. <laughs>
1: Um, so we, so we're strictly doing the new season of anime to accommodate them this episode, which is fine because there's a, lot. there's a lot, but speaking of concerts, we did want to spotlight the concert that we went to last weekend, The Pillows.
4: Yes. Yeah.
1: And by we, you mean you, as in Jonathan, yes. Evan, and Derek. Yes, that is correct. Yes. I was there, and our, our
4: buddy Tyler from Abstract Japan, <laughs> yeah. and our friend Jade from Anime Instrumentality.
1: Yeah, uh, so it was a good concert. There were some really interesting bands opening for them. Uh, first mm-hmm. and foremost, we had uh, what was what was the opening? Colin Amori. Yeah, Colin Amori. Uh, very interesting, very unique band. Very talented musicians. Zero yes. stage presence. Well, I
4: feel like this is like their first major tour, and they're maybe a little nervous about it. That's
1: what it felt like. It it felt like you know they that when when a song ended, they were like, "Wow, that was a great song." I don't know how to interact with the audience, <laughs> but I man, did sum- they know! I how think to play. I can sum it up. Yeah,
3: I've never played bass before. I'm playing bass now. Do you guys
4: love me yet? <laughs> 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 I gave them a like on Facebook.
1: Ah, they were great but yes. was, please for the love of God let's start playing the next song uh, <laughs> and then a Japanese band uh, Noodles was yes. after after them and they were fun they were a good rock band in, in the same light as the pillows themselves
4: well as I was talking to Derek it was actually Noodles who introduced the pillows specifically frontman Soao Yamanaka to the American alternative rock scene they're the reason why Sowell is heavily influenced by the Pixies and the Breeders.
1: Yeah, and for, uh, and for all the better, too, because I think that's the Pillow's best sound. Um, and, absolutely. Uh, Noodles
3: actually played with the Pillow's drummer, too. So Yeah,
1: he went out on stage and he was telling the story in his broken English, saying, you have no drummer. You know, it's,
4: so. <laughs> Do you like me With, to
1: be your drummer? <laughs>
4: which is a lot better than when I saw him back in 2005 When he was introduced His only lines of English Was Tonight It's very hot I like hot dog <laughs> Hot to doggy Do
3: you like a
1: hot to But, uh, so the Pillows concert itself, they played solely Fooly Cooly tracks.
4: Right, which, you know, I can understand why, because that's all us American audience members will know. But for someone like me, who has every fucking album of theirs, it's kind of a little bit disappointing. Well,
3: all you had to do is look at the ticket. And it said the pillows brought to you by Fooly Cooley and Adult Swim. Yeah. So it kind of told you exactly yeah, what Yeah,
4: which was I knew point. was going to happen. But I am very happy that they played the new song Spiky Seeds, which is awesome live.
1: It shouldn't have been the very last song that they played. No, yeah, no, no! I'm not
3: talking have about ended that. With um, oh, good night, my twilight. Uh, thank you, my twilight. Thank you, my twilight. That was their second to last song, and they should have reversed that in their last one because it would have been so nice to end out on that little uh, yeah, do 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 do. do.
4: The uh, Spiky Seeds is the was the one they played during their first set before the encore, not the last song. The last song they played is actually the theme song for Fully Cooly Alternative. Mm.
1: Yeah, again, they should have flipped it. But, uh, okay, so that second song that they played then, I, I think it was, no, it was the second or third song that they played in their set with Spiky Seeds. I, I could have sworn, yeah, I, I thought that I didn't recognize that um, song. Uh, uh. Did they play right on Shooting Star? Yes.
4: Right before yes. Spiky Seeds, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, they played, it, it was cool. They played pretty much the entire uh, set of the Fooly Cooly original soundtrack. That came out twenty years ago, so they were playing all old stuff. They opened with I think I can, which me I guessed that's what they were going to open with because that's such a hype song to start a set with.
4: Yeah,
1: uh, and then they left out like a, a bunch of key songs that were slower because they were pretty fast and upbeat the entire night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, like the, I think their yeah. slowest song was Hybrid Rainbow, which is a fantastic song. Anyways, everybody, for I would out. say
4: I would say One Life was more the slower song.
1: Yeah, that one's pretty slow too. I forgot. Yeah. That, I forgot that they played that. So,
4: yeah, I think the the well, there's a few songs from Fully Completely they didn't play, but I think most of the songs, the faster tracks that they played, are like the fast ones that they did that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'll say this: you know, I'm always happy to see the Pillows perform live here in America. I'm always happy when they're in my back when they're in our, when they're basically in our backyard. However. I know for a fact that if I truly want to see a legit, real pillow show, I'm going to have to go to Japan to see it. Because Mm -hmm. there are so many great songs from a lot of their more recent albums that I feel should be... Like, I want to hear that live. I want to hear stuff from the Moondust album. I want to hear stuff from Pike Piper. I want to hear stuff from Stroll and Roll. I want to hear... I want to hear a lot more of their most recent stuff, besides the two new tracks from the Fooly Cooly soundtrack.
1: Yeah. uh, They, uh... They were they were appealing to the wee audience though that only knew Fully Cooley, myself yeah. included. Myself included. I'm <laughs> saying I'm not insulting anybody.
4: <laughs> I feel like I might have been like the very one of the very very few elitist members of the Fully Cooley Pills fan base that has legit everything they've ever made and recorded.
1: Yeah, I I would say that was a good possibility looking at the audience that was there last night, except for this one really old dude who was there. Who was yeah? He was like. Three rows from touch being able to touch the uh gu- the stage guard and uh he got like super pissed off like I'll get off my lawn when these kids tried <laughs> to cut in front of him it was funny <laughs>
4: it was cut <Clint> one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Spe- okay, um, before we get into the new show stuff, though, do we want to talk about our final thoughts now that Fooly Cooly Progressive is over? Do we want to talk about our final thoughts on it? It was not good. It was awful. It was, <laughs> it was, was meh. It, it, Fooly,
4: it was yeah. uh,
1: Fooly Cooly GT. Yeah. I will
4: say Cooly this, because I saw the first episode of Fully Cooly Alternative when they did the whole April Fool's thing. That episode was better than all those six episodes of Progressive combined.
1: I hope so. I mean, I was hopeful at Fully Cooly Progressive episode one. Uh, but then slowly everything... It it was it plateaued at that episode. And I would say even got worse as the episodes got on. And I, I want to say that it got worse because it didn't go anywhere. It was legitimately as random as you could get. The first season of Fully Cooly, you knew that it was weird, but you knew something was going on. This one... The last episode was so filled with fan service and just, like, material that di- wasn't necessary or they didn't need or they did just for fan appeasement, it it didn't make any sense at all. Like, suddenly, oh, no, Haruko got swallowed up by the, you know, the giant iron. And then, oh, look, it's the blue base. And then, oh, look, Conti's alive and he's fighting things. Yeah. Oh, I guess he's gone now. But then, and then Adamus shows up and he's just like... Okay, bye. Yeah, okay, see ya. And then... And literally nothing happens. There's no story resolution. Nope. There's no There's no revelation of the whole past five episodes of none of that made sense. Oh, now it makes sense because this thing in episode six happened. None of that happened. Yep, it made it was just, just a little it was sense. Just a, it was just a random episode and then it ended and nothing happened. Yep. I would legitimately say a waste of time. Yeah, it was... It was... Th- nothing happened. There was, there, there was literally no reason a season two should have existed. No fans ever asked for it to be made and and they did a bad job. Yep. So what is happening
2: people? Like come on. Do you think it's because they're trying to maybe do a season 3 down the line? Well there there know, is a season 3
1: coming
4: out. Yeah, that's what a fully so cool alternative is going to, going to, to be.
1: I don't know cuz they didn't the, season as far as a season 3 was a, it seems like all of these events are completely unrelated to one another uh, other than the fact that Haruka was involved with all of them
2: well, maybe it's to fool people. Some people like to play mind games, so maybe they're using this whole season two as like a, you know, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and then season three is going to be like, oh, now it all makes sense. Yeah, but that's a really bad business plan because that's six episodes
1: before anybody is like, oh, now it makes sense. And it, Right. And, and I mean, like the only the show
2: detective. that I can think
4: of that actually did wow. that amazingly <laughs> is Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, and that got canceled after two seasons.
1: Well, the, Dirk Gently was a little different because they had a plan in mind. This one looks like he, they were throwing darts at a dark board
4: pretty much like dirt gently had that sort of i don't know what the fuck's going on but i want to see what happens next yeah. whereas fully cooly progressive is like eh. meh meh yeah.
1: <laughs> you legitimately can't spoil any like if we we're talking about episode 6 as if like you know we're we're say, say, telling people the ending but it makes just as much sense to hear us talk about it that as is watching it there's it doesn't make a difference you can tell everybody about it all day, and it doesn't make a difference whether or not they've seen it or not. Well, especially it's... because they introduced that new character, like that dark-skinned chick What I don't know who she was. Yeah. And then Haruko eats her halfway through it, and then you never see her again. Yep. And it's just like, oh. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then there was like, uh... The robot uh, that the girl turns into. Well, yeah, Ginyu. Like, yeah, the robot. Ginyu, the... Yeah.
3: Oh, you see Ginyu at the end,
1: Yeah. don't you? I, I think, like, maybe... And but I don't remember. She doesn't answer any questions though. And then and then and then it was the yeah. same. And then it was the same thing with uh, so there's the guy with the red hair who has the hat who they're just like oh this is Amaro's son and you're like oh okay whatever which we called then, in the
4: last yeah episode. And then, yeah it was and then, like no shit Sherlock yeah,
1: and then and then he has a daughter who this daughter is like this weird plant creature yeah, yeah or something like that. And, and then they reveal that she's not important to the story either because she makes no difference to the story yep. as, as far as, like, the ending outcome of the story. So why was she introduced in the first place other than to be, like, this funny moment between that kid that nobody liked and... Or, and, and when I say that kid that nobody liked, I mean us as the viewers. None of us liked him. That's boy. <laughs> good and, um, uh, and then she would make a mess for her dad and then her dad who was Amaral's son who we never got a name for I don't think um he didn't make I a brought in. he didn't make a difference to the story he made he was of no consequence other than that he was there mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense it's so confusing and yeah. was that old woman who was inside of the uh vortex thing that they went in there was that the owner of the shop that sold crystal Pepsi in the first series that uh uh kamon was trying to sell magazines to the tabloid magazines oh my god i think he
4: might be right about that i don't know like but
1: even if i am right about that who cares (laughs) (laughs) and 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 honestly jonathan you're the only one that would really know that because you watched it every single time you started a project in college yeah i know you just sat there and watched it for three hours and then
3: even if that was her why put her in there? That's what I'm saying! <laughs> Who cares? <Yeah. laughs> oh.
2: Because filler, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. Uh, so, uh, am I going to watch Fooly Cooly Season 3? Yeah. Yes. Because yes. it's going to be completely different. Is it going to be <laughs> yeah. better? I don't know. I don't, well, I, I don't trust the, it
3: at all. The teasers
1: are giving me hope.
4: Yeah, here's the thing. Like, going into Season 3, it's not as wild and wacky as Fooly Cooley Season 1, but... It has what this season two lacked, and it is an indie movie vibe. Okay, yeah. It reminds me a lot of, have you ever seen the Wes Anderson movie Bottle Rocket? No. Um, I'm trying to think of like, think of like early 90s indie films.
3: And Haruka raps. So let's see how that sounds when it's finally translated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, new shows. Yeah. Yay! Do we want to start with... the? I have a long list and a short list. Which one do you want to start with? Well, a long list and a short list of what?
3: I think the long list is the crap list.
1: That's yeah. right. The long list <laughs> are the shows I hated. Uh, oh, I or do we want them. to start with the short list, which is the stuff I liked? Well, I don't know. There's there's a couple different interesting shows this season, <clears> for sure. And I, I actually have a few that aren't on, in my VRV list, so I, I have to kind of look them up. But... I forget which ones those are. Let me see. I've gotten them. I got them all written down in there my are, phone. There well. are actually some that came out over the weekend, so I um I haven't watched them yet. I so I've watched one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So so the two shows that I haven't watched yet are Grand Blue and uh, High High Score Girl. Yeah, I haven't watched those either. I watched 14 shows this season so far. Cool. 15 on my
4: end. And then um and then the well other... 14 if you don't count Overlord season three. Mm.
1: Oh right, yeah. Um. And I haven't even finished Overlord Season 2 yet, so...
4: Don't worry, there's no lizard sex in Season 3 so far. <laughs>
1: I know, what? <laughs> so, long list or short list? Do we want to start with the stuff we liked, or do we want to start with the stuff we
2: hated? You, we hated. Always go with the bad news first, then give us the good news to kind of make up for it.
4: <laughs> well, we're kind of on a roll when talking about bad things, especially now that we just finished chatting about Fully Cooly Season 2. Let's keep the shit rolling.
1: So, uh, um, I actually don't know what I would consider bad yet, because not everything's been out yet. Um, mm-hmm. Can we talk about the show that uh, Derek brought up in the last episode, Joshiok- Joshioki, the one where the girl <laughs> falls through the ceiling? <laughs> oh, yeah! Uh, it's yeah. actually porn? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's it's <laughs> actually porn. And so, so like, the one- And I actually <laughs> predicted
4: the act uh, the plot line of the first episode.
1: Yeah, like, you literally said she falls through the ceiling onto his dick, and that's, like, what it, happens. That's what happens! And that's what happens. And... <laughs> And yeah, Greg's, Greg's just like sitting in the background right now, making faces. And yes, it, like we're like, uh-huh, Greg! This is you're listening to us, and it's what happened." Um, I
4: could write hentai. So, this
3: is a real life scenario. This stuff happens, okay? So I actually people so, fall on my penis
4: all the time. So
1: I actually uh, was on Facebook one day scrolling through, and I, I saw an advertise an advertisement for online web comics and cause they're always throwing online web comics at me through Facebook for some reason. And the one that they, they did for me was the online webcom web comic of that. Really? Yeah. The webcomic version of that. Cause it's not Aww. a, it's not a, a manga or anything. It's just a webcomic.
3: You mean Zuckerberg was listening to me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, he, he cares. So
1: there's two versions. There's the TV version, which censors everything out and even cuts entire scenes out because of like thrusting motions and pixelation of whatever. And then Ooh. there's and then right. there's the web version, which is the hentai version of Whatever's it. Whatever's behind those pixels. Yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, Gee, I wonder. And it's just the stupidest thing stupidest thing. And it's also really, really poorly animated. It's so dumb. It's so <laughs> badly animated. Like we're talking about like body parts morphing on screen in front of you, changing shape and turning anatomically incorrect. It's awful. It's like that oh, yeah. like that scene in Bellman Man Crybaby when uh, when Akira is, like, morphing into Devilman, and, like, he's, like, like a lava lamp character. And then, yeah. Yeah, it, you can tell that they rushed it really, really badly, and... Either that, or the animators didn't have both hands on the <coughs> stuff
4: at the same time. Yeah. Well, let's, run this. let's hurry through this part here so we can get to the porn scene.
1: Okay, uh... Sure. Actually. So and I actually haven't seen the porn version of it. I've only seen I've only seen um, like uh, pictures of from articles of being about people being like, no, this is a porn show. I've only seen the edited version of the show. Um, so I've seen the I've seen pictures of like the pixelated scenes and what they took out, and it's not worth your time. I know.
4: No, it's not. <laughs>
1: Just stay away
4: from it all. Even though it's just like three minutes long each episode, it's still not worth your time. You can probably find some other suggestive content that's more fulfilling of your needs.
1: Um. So, let's see. Does somebody else want to pick up yes, bad one? Yes, I have another bad show. Okay. Uh, Masters of Ragnarok. Okay, I haven't seen that. Masters I of haven't Ragnarok. watched it either. Masters of Ragnarok. Is that Isekai? Oh, where the I watched two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I watched two minutes and I shut it off. <laughs> All right, well, I watched, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing of the first episode and it's crap obviously and um so what this show is about is uh oh my gosh i went to another world with my phone this time but now it's norse gods the show and then so oh wait but first you have to say you have to remember that his phone is solar powered that's why yeah. it doesn't, the battery doesn't what? die <laughs> and, and so um that's right and that's dumb because uh, cause he still talks to... So, apparently, they haven't actually explained the backstory to it. The first episode starts in the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. But the opening cinematic tells you the story that happened before that. So, what happens is him and his friend, him and his childhood friend, are walking to a shrine. And he get and he prays or... He does some sort of ritual at the shrine and gets sucked into it. And it sends him to this world where he's now the lead, He embodies the leader... Of the Wolf Clan. He can still call his childhood friend on the sh- on the phone and say that he's okay. That's and not how Wi-Fi works. Yeah. but <laughs> it's not how satellites so, but he, work. But he's just like, I can see through the moon and the stars that I'm still on the planet Earth. I just don't know when I am and um you can't talk on the phone through time and there's no norse stuff yet i'm just kind of guessing because it says ragnarok in the title that it has and they're also like wolf and there's clans mm-hmm. it's clan based so what he's doing is he's absorbing all these other clans uh and and he takes pieces of like leaders from those other clans and makes them either a little sister or a wife or no not a wife he hasn't done wife yet because uh, everybody wants to bone him as per usual <laughs> um and but, that's why they every, have to be little but everybody is a little uh a sister or a yeah what does he call the other what one? does he call the other one i don't remember i don't remember either um but he calls them different types of family members and then halfway through the show he conquers another clan and another one becomes another little oh. sister and and now she wants to bone him as you do right like and it, it turns when you become someone's little sister and this this these shows are so masturbatory because that's it's literally it's literally Twilight, but for but for men, you know, where where you have this impossibly stupid scenario where it's one guy and every woman is attracted to them,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and um,
4: when you say Twilight for men, I all I can think of is Percy Jackson.
1: Well, I technically, Percy Jackson has some story to yeah, it. Yeah, no, technically, <laughs> technically, any kind of visual novel is also Twilight for men because it's just strictly. Like oh my gosh, I get to fall in love with this two D fictional character. Um, I am, I, well, I, no, I, I, no. I, I would
4: say visual novels are more the romance novels for men.
1: Well, and that's Twilight, pretty much. Twilight is just a tw- Twilight is just a romance novel. It's just really poorly written, as most romance novels are, and you know, a lot of visual novels are really poorly written as well. Um, and and that's that's fine, but it's so stupid when you have a show where it's just like. Oh my gosh, he has morning wood. And then it's just like, oh, I can take care of that for you. And then the other one's like, no, I will take care of that for him. Like, let me use my body for whatever you want. It's just like, that's not realistic. That's so poorly written and stupid. But that's how every single isekai show goes. And I always watch it because I have to see how stupid it is. Like that's You see,
4: I, I know you talk trash about it, but man and in another world with a smartphone sounds sounds like that show is genius compared to what this one is
1: yeah um this show is really really and it's this one is like another one that's blatantly like okay everybody's clearly in love with him and and wants to jump his bones and then he and then he slowly gathers like a larger and larger harem as the as the as the show goes on so I'm gonna to continue to watch it just so I can continue to talk about it. I, I dropped it after two minutes. I, I, I got to I got to the scene where he's like, "Do you want to be my little sister?" And I was like, "Done." Click. Yeah. Well, so you didn't even get to the scene where he woke up with morning wood and all the all the nope. women were like, "Oh, hey, let me take care of that for you." Don't care. No. Nope. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's 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 so stupid. I actually I, I watched these shows by myself and I was just out. I out loud said to myself, "This is so stupid." Just just. Ugh. I can't believe they keep making them. It's just so mind-boggling that they keep making them the same show over and over and over and over again for simple, simple masturbatory material uh, for just people who can't. I don't know. It, I I don't know. It's it's not good.
4: Let, let's be real. They're just making this show just so they can sell figures.
1: D- probably. Yep. And fan, yeah. Yeah, And fan fiction and art. But uh-huh. um. You can tell that it's one otaku writing a, writing a light novel and it's just otaku's writing it. There's no no one with actual writing skills doing this kind of stuff. Who wants to pick the next bad show? Derek, did you have one?
3: I mean, I didn't consider it bad, but I hear you guys have had some issues with middle ma- management.
1: I um I haven't watched it yet actually. I think I have the first episode downloaded. Jonathan, you watched the first episode, right? What is that? The one, the Mr. Tonagawa one? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Mr. Tonagawa, which is a spinoff, or rather a prequel to another popular anime called Kaiji.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. It's it, it was funny. Like the first episode, I didn't watch the second episode, but the first episode, uh, it, it was like. 12 minutes of backstory for the first one and then uh the first real time that i was like okay this is kind of funny was with nine and a half minutes left in in the episode which mm-hmm. means that i had to wait so long for something to be funny was uh, it the uh, meeting were... in the boardroom yeah it was a boardroom yeah. meeting and that's mm-hmm. where the whole i like bowling things come in like he's put in charge mr tonigo is put in charge of all these guys
4: well, the second episode still takes place in the boardroom, and it's everyone trying to pitch ideas on games. But it, I think it's actually uh, it gets a little bit funnier in the second episode.
0: Yeah, but like, because there's like
4: this sort of tension that goes on in the boardroom, and Mr. Tonagawa's is trying to get all the other men to open up. And the way it's presented, it's like it's supposed to seem like so cool and badass. But these are dudes in business suits. I, it, I think it's good for some laughs Yeah,
3: okay. I'll give them a little bit of a pass on the first episode with all that recap because I had no idea what that series was before that. It was kind of like an awkward first date where it's like, okay, let me try to introduce myself, but uh, yeah, let's just get right down to it halfway through
1: I, 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 It seems like we're kind of running out of bad ones to say, so I want to do a show that Oh, I got plenty. Oh, do you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, have one, I have a show that kind of transitions in between is it a good or a bad show Okay So I don't know if you want me to talk about that one now
4: uh, is does it is it a show that wound up being an eighty minute movie?
1: No, no, because that was awesome. Yeah, uh, I I'm talking about I'm talking about a uh, pedophilia dream land, which is island. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie uh, that show sucked. Well, so I watched I watched the first episode. And I think I watched the second episode. I did. I watched the second episode. Did you? Yeah. And... I was done after one. It's so <laughs> strange. It's... I'm watching this show and I I know it's bad. I know it's a bad show. But something about it is just like, what is happening here? Yeah. And where I'm just... I'm, I'm in my... I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, what's going to happen at the end of this? Because the... the the, sh- the show the first episode starts out with like a, f- a flash to him having sex with a little girl yep and and I- i'm like they showed that on tv okay and then he keeps having flash forwards to who he is because he has amnesia and he's somehow linked to this myth about this island that uh setsuna was locked away because he made a deal that if his if his if his lover Rin is dying to keep her alive, he made a deal with a witch. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and then he could only see her every other century or something like that. And, and so Rin in the show believes that she's the reincarnation of Rin and Setsuna was given the name Setsuna because he woke up on the beach and he doesn't remember who he is. So everybody's just like, Oh, you must be the reincarnation of Setsuna so that you and Rin can meet each other. Um, but Rin's mother, locks herself away in this is all the first episode locks herself away in the room in or in this room and only talks through notes that she passes underneath the door i think that's rin and he's Setsuna, so she's the real rin because you don't get to see her and she looks exactly like rin but like the little not the little girl
4: you don't see her until you do see her in episode two though Uh,
1: only like a tiny tiny bit she's still shadowed and you know, wearing a hoodie. It's, it's just bizarre. It, cause it's, cause I, I, I go through it and I'm like the three characters that are the main love interests are all so significantly younger than this guy that it's so creepy to watch and I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, I, um, just straight up, like the way that you said, I wonder what's going to happen at this show. I, I say I was like, I don't have time to care about what's going on in the <laughs> well, show. Well, it was funny because in the wicked An- in the wicked anime Facebook chat, it was just I was like, I watched the first episode of Island and I just sent like a whole bunch of pictures and gifts of police cars and sirens. Yeah. And... <laughs>
4: but you know, I, I mean, police I'm police gonna... are
3: still on their way after hearing that one too. Yes,
4: <laughs> but you know. It's decent, it's okay. I'm actually surprised at studio feel after they had, like, hit a grand slam with Hina Matsuri last season. They're doing something like this. Um, I'm going to keep on tuning in to see if Island gets any good or better, and if not, then at least I'll have something negative oh, to write about on my website.
1: By the way, we talked about Island on the last episode a little bit as well, but I also want to make mention on this episode that it's based off of a visual novel. An so, all ages
4: visual novel too.
1: And so I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out. I've been trying I've been doing research on the visual novel to find out what it actually is. I'm trying to find out if it's a hentai visual novel or if it's just a regular one or not. Evan just said it was all ages. Yeah, all and, ages. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, all
3: ages are naked.
1: <laughs> but it's but it's so <laughs> but it's such a it's such a strange and that's the thing. Like I couldn't find any information on it other than I looked up island visual novel and I found CGs from it, but there was no other information. All uh, right. Let's see. What did I hate next? Um, <laughs> well, there's one that I only gave five minutes and then I couldn't muster any more. Music Girls. Uh, it, it, Studio it,
4: Dean's latest, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, it was Studio Dean? It was just uh, it. a show, like... An, it was an idol show... They suck. ...about, like, these this really crappy idol group and... Uh, I I didn't have time to care. Uh, too many shows to to care. Um, let's uh, One Room Season Two. We're not even gonna touch that one. Yeah, I haven't even started watching it because uh, I was just like, I, I only watched the first episode of the first season and I was just like, this is awful. Here's a controversial one that people are gonna disagree with me on. Hanibato, the the yeah. badminton one. Mm-hmm. God, it's so hard to get through.
4: Yeah. Did you watch the second episode? I
1: watched the third episode. Oh, I haven't watched the third episode yet. Oh, Uh, I haven't
4: watched. I didn't even know they had a third episode. Yeah, it
1: came out today. Oh man. uh, Okay. So here's my problem.
4: Just talk
1: about the first two episodes. So, well, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm just going to talk about the the reason why I don't like it. Um. So they're playing badminton and it's so serious. Yeah. Well. Okay. So. (laughs) So this is the way that I put it.
4: Are you more mad over the fact that they put more effort into this than Berserk?
1: This is the way that I put it. You. Have a show like Haikyuu, which is a mar- which would be like what a Marvel movie is, mm-hmm. and then you have hanebato which is like what a DC movie is. Mm. So they take this thing that's supposed to be fun, superheroes, yay, sports, yay, and you take it and you make it grimdark, and uh, that's what what this badminton show is. It's an evil, grimdark, sad show, and uh, ugh, we're so angry. It's so true, and I just, I don't understand the mentality of having the line seriously in there, like... Why do you love badminton so much? I you know, don't want to play badminton it, anymore. It's just like it's it's badminton. We as Americans, we play this in our backyard during the summer and, and we're During really cook- cookouts, really good, good at it. And like we like having uh, like oh, so like we're watching like these people freak out over badminton, and we're just like this is grim dark, and I'm supposed to take this seriously. And like every and every shot is so dimly lit, and everybody has such a. Angsty cloud. Yeah, over they their practice. Head. They practice in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I do really like this. The is guts
4: fan though. fiction about badminton?
1: Yeah, I do like. I do really like the little blonde girl, though. I really like the animation.
4: The animation yeah. is so beautiful. So it's yeah. yes.
1: Um, That's because, why I made the comment.
4: Are you mad yeah. that Berserk got less love than this? And I'm
1: saying uh, yes, absolutely. So it, um, the animation is rotoscoped, it's, which means I don't think it's rotoscoped. I think it's reference. No, it's absolutely rotoscoped. I mean, there have been rotoscoped moments, but I think the most whole of thing's it's rotoscope. not rotoscoped. But definitely yeah. the badminton scenes—they filmed somebody yeah, playing badminton film. and then they animated over it. Yeah, 100 uh, clear. But uh, yeah, so it's. But the animation quality, like, too, they have dynamic camera angles, too, yep. where, yep. like, a person will jump in the air and they'll spin the camera around them. And that's... I don't think that's rotoscoped. I think they actually hand-animated that, which is really impressive. Uh, so, uh, uh, but besides all of the grimdark, there are some really good animation qualities, and I'm actually still watching it because of that. Yeah. But I don't think it's a redeemable show. I don't think it's the show, the top-tier show that we were looking for this season. Yeah, I... I'm I I really am this is probably my biggest disappointment this season is is Hanibato but I'm still going to watch it probably to the end and, until I get sick of it and I can't do it anymore mm-hmm. but it's just the grimdark is so ridiculous because it's badminton yeah and I can't take it seriously um so I'm go- I want to transition. Let's let's transition into something that uh, that we're kind of iffy on. D- um, Greg, did you have any shows you didn't like, or did you like all the things you watched?
2: There was so I only was able to watch two, like the first episode of two shows, and one of them I got really confused on because there were like things that threw me off, and it was called. Let me go into my handy dandy cell phone notes here. Banana fish. Yeah, banana fish. Which. When I read the description, I was like, oh, this is awesome. It's talking about, like, like an a American mafia soldier. Yeah. It was like a mafia show, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's
4: actually based off of an 80s manga.
2: That I did not know. Although, it does say here that relations, there is a manga. <laughs> so, Evan would be correct on that one. <laughs> but, um, I only read the first line. I got really excited because I was like, wow, they're doing an anime on an American soldier in Iraq. Mm-hmm. This is going to be awesome. And then they show, like, one scene in Iraq, and then they cut back to them doing this thing in new york where they're looking for this uh, item called the banana fish or whatever and i'm still not entirely sure why it's super useful or why they want it so bad or why it has such a ridiculous name right (laughs) and it's just like confusing to me also i thought they said in the first episode like that they went to la because i saw los angeles pan across the screen and then i'm reading the description it's like oh new york gangs and i'm like what (laughs) so well they could be new york gangs stepping on somebody else's territory in L.A., they went 3,000 miles across the country. It was a big step. It's a deep grudge to have. It's
3: definitely not their
2: territory. So <laughs> they might have explained it, and I probably missed it, but for the novice viewer, I was just super confused because I'm, I'm also used to watching English dub, so subbed is like a whole new territory for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, man, you really have to pay attention. When you're, like, folding laundry, like, it's so hard to pay attention. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you watch enough anime, it's just the same recycled lines over and over again, and then you can just hear it, and you're like, oh, they said they don't like that.
2: You know? so Seriously? You can pick it up on, like, yeah. dialects and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty much.
1: Like After this. years and years of watching it, probably.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
3: That can tell you what Goku's doing just by listening to him at
4: least.
2: Ah! om, om,
4: om,
1: 20 more years of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> um... How about uh, Calamity of a Zombie Girl?
4: Yes! Oh, gosh. I loved Calamity of a Zombie Girl.
1: I didn't like it. You did it? No.
4: Oh, so my feelings of this. It's not a great movie, but it's definitely one to get your friends together and watch and laugh at.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I feel that way. So, uh, Evan and I watched this together and we actually thought it was a TV show until about minute 41. And yeah. we looked at the time sampler like, oh, we are watching a movie right now. Yeah. Like, I, guess, I guess we're watching it.
4: <laughs> like, I, I, wrote a, I wrote a full review that you can read on the B3 Crew website. Uh, it's definitely a film that you watch only once, but when you do, you gather all your friends together, buy a bunch of really shitty pizza dominoes, sit down, and just start riffing the living crap out of it.
1: Yeah, so here's the structure of the show. It's uh, a parody. It's a a, it's satire a, it's a satire. 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 1980s B horror movies. Yeah, I would even say 90s. Could yeah. be. Uh, there, 90s where you can find a bunch of a them at Blockbuster Video. The uh, so what they do is they take these uh, unearthed zombie Victorian era zombie girls, and they come back to life, and they are, and the humans are trying to harvest the lifestone that keeps them alive forever, and then the zombie girls come alive. And killed them all to get their stones back. Basically. And at, at its very S- basic And core. some of them are by accident. Some of them aren't. Right. And and all of them are... It, right. was, the, it
4: was the first accident where I, I think Derek and I were like, like... We were kind of getting bored with it. And then the first accidental death happened. And we were just completely
2: shocked.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then when, when the janitor guy's like, hey, you can't be here. And she's like, get off me. And then she pushes him and like his head splits open on the wall and then and then the little maid girl gets completely naked for some reason and then eats his brain to turn into him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of nudity in this. There's a lot of gore and there's a lot of nudity. Same thing as a B-Horror as movie.
3: And there's a lot of M. Night no Shyamalan twists.
1: <laughs> Not even. It's just dumb. Like, yeah. I, 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 I... So I can't stress this enough. Satire, there is a very thin line about parrying a bad... Genre and just making a bad movie yourself. Mm-hmm. This one did not successfully parody what it was trying to. So, a uh, the Evan use the example that you use for this.
4: Okay, so my example is the Black Dynamite principle. Black mm-hmm. Dynamite the movie yep. is a fantastic satire on exploitation movies. Yes. Black Dynamite the cartoon was very hit and miss when it came to that. They couldn't really capture the same magic that Black Dynamite the movie had because it wasn't live action.
1: Yeah. Here's the pro yeah, and and you hit it right on the head with the it's not live action. The world of animation, you can do anything. So you're automatically suspending your disbelief in order to uh, see what's going on in the screen. Your brain is already tricked because you're already overhyping things. That's how animation works. Right. When you watch something live action, you're expecting reality. And therefore, your brain gets confused and freaks out. That's what the Uncanny Valley is when something bad happens, like somebody getting murdered on screen, because you don't typically see that. Especially if somebody were to be flung at a wall and their head explodes. So mm-hmm. that's the problem with this show, is everything is taken pretty straight lace. But because it's animated, like, this would be fantastic. And that's the difference why why a Japanese grindcore like Machine Girl works, and they're fighting ninjas, and their heads get torn off by a machine gun, and their skull is left. That wouldn't happen in real life, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it, it, if that same thing were to happen, you're like, oh, it's an animation, I get it. It just doesn't hit as well. Uh, and that's the where it failed for me. Yeah. Right. And, and I
4: feel like when it comes to, like, animating bad movies, there's, like, two... Um, there's two incidences where I can think of it worked great. First and foremost, from an American perspective, there is the TV show Home Movies, which did a fantastic job of capturing how they make bad films. And then the second one is within anime, and that is episode zero of the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, aka the adventures of Mikuru Hasahina, which basically makes fun of the entire series via a really terrible student film.
1: Yeah, it was like a documentary. I don't know. See, I I just found it wildly entertaining, and and I enjoyed it on that premise. Yeah, which yeah. I did too. There were some entertaining parts. Don't get me wrong. There were some parts that I legitimately laughed out loud because it was so funny. But uh, I mean, there were the parts like. You, you can't have just badly written characters because that's what you're trying to parody. For example, the girl who knows how to do kung fu. That's literally all she talks about through the entire show. And then she has a completely 100% avoidable fight. She could have survived the entire movie if she didn't decide to kung fu fight the zombie girl. But she just <laughs> decides to do it. But, and there's, like, see- this whole 10-minute fight scene, and uh, the payoff is that we get to see her boobs, but we also see her completely mangled and torn-up face for getting smashed into a tree. It's like... it. Made-
2: getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your
4: love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30%
2: at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: like I, I just it, it was like. You oh come on, let her do the could've one thing the she's
3: excited about.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It didn't work for me. It, it didn't work. Uh, the last, the last showdown mm. is where it worked. But I wasn't gonna watch seventy minutes of crap to get to the really epic showdown at the end. Whereas, like, is this girl real? I don't know. And then the psychopath girl, just like hucks a piece of glass straight through the other girl's head and was like oh she's real because she's dead now mm-hmm. that was funny <laughs> but it took yeah. 70 minutes to get there and it was like we're not spending 70 minutes on this to you know to say watch it uh so do we want to talk about good stuff then <laughs> I, do. does anybody have any shows that they did not like let's see
4: movie? if we can get some arguments happening because everything else I have here I was I was really happy with
1: Okay, um, let me see. Chio School Road? Yeah. I'm I, very wishy-washy on it. I really thought the first episode was very mediocre.
4: I enjoyed myself watching it. I will say the second episode is a lot better.
1: Yes, I do agree with that. The second episode was, I, I, that's why I'm a little wishy-washy on it, because the second episode was excellent, actually. Yeah, I, I the wishy-washy. second
4: episode was great. Especially, uh, now I know you can say any English curse word on Japanese television.
1: Yeah! It's got a a TVPG rating. (laughs) Yeah, well, they they used a a not-even-TVMA word on there that begins with a C. Yeah. It's Jim Jeffrey's favorite word! I figured that was the word that Evan was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, I was shocked.
4: I was like, is this the first time Japan has acknowledged this word's existence? If so, bravo! Bravo! Uh...
1: So, but that episode was far funnier than the first one. The first one was yes. very miss for me.
4: Um, I feel like episode one was them trying to feel out what could be potential for Chio School Road, and episode two was them being like, "All right, I know what we can do. Knock yeah. it out of ballpark." And if I'm not mistaken, this is actually from the same director of Desert Punk.
1: That would make sense. I could see that. Yeah. Um. Oh, Evan, you wanted to argue. Uh, uh, or you wanted to create a debate about something. Yes. Why did you like Planet With? (laughs) Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing.
4: (laughs) I don't know. Well, I like the... Okay, so it does start out very weird. The guy wakes up, kind of has the whole amnesia thing, doesn't know what's going on. One of his guardians is a giant cat. I think what I liked about Planet With was the whole twist of, oh, well, these superheroes are helping out with the giant robot thing. And then the people go, no, you don't understand. You're supposed to kick the ass of the superheroes. And I really want to see where they take that.
3: Okay, I just listened to that and tried to figure out what this show is about, and I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> either. See, see I, I, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, cool. This is going to be a show that has like mystical creatures surviving alongside humans. And then I realized that that's not what it is at all. Uh, Right. It's 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 more like like superheroes. Yeah, it's literally a full human world. And this cat creature is kind of like a secret. Like, nobody knows he exists because I live in this apartment. And and he never leaves. Uh, And and then the premise of the show was like, oh, superheroes happening over here. And then weird things happening with a giant stuffed teddy bear uh, type alien thing. And it just wasn't good. I just didn't... I didn't like it. And then, like, the main character, I don't like him. I don't like characters that have amnesia. And they're just like, I have to figure out who I am. It's cliche. Well,
4: I feel like I like the twist at the end where he realizes that these guys are probably responsible for... Well, spoiler alert, for the death of his parents. And I really want to see
1: what happened. Yeah, we don't even know if that's actually the real premise yet. We don't even know if his parents are really dead. Yeah, and, uh... And and I the one thing I do know about him is that he really doesn't like being a vegetarian and he really wants to eat meat and that's it and, and like that's his driving factor throughout the whole thing is oh my gosh they're gonna let me eat meat if I do a good job I'm gonna do it and I was like oh I don't care so so unfortunately Evan I'm glad you liked the show but I did not yeah okay <laughs> I, uh, I also have one in my list that I can't seem to find uh Yuragiso no Yuna-san
4: Yuragi-san no yuna
1: Yuragi, so no unit. I have it in my list, but I have no idea. You it? Oh, is that Yuna in the haunted hot springs? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I've only, I've still only watched the OVA to it. I haven't watched the first episode yet.
4: That's- I watched it, and no uh, apologies for the pun, but this is very much the spiritual successor to Love Hina than it is Monster Musume. Like I feel like majority of these characters are very Love Hina styled rather than monster-based. So, and I really enjoy myself watching it.
1: Th- so, okay, so, the, Love Hina, yes, because um, I I do know where you're coming from to get that, but the OVA itself, the OVA that I watched was very Monster Misume. Oh yeah, like, absolutely, where-
4: but the actual first TV episode, you get introduced to the characters very much in the same similar fashion as you Got introduced to Naru yeah. and Mitsune and Kao and, Lasu and Shinobu,
1: and I also and, saw that the TV rating for the for the TV version is TVPG.
4: Well, that's because I mean, they have the magical. Fog. Oh, they,
1: okay, so they do. So they do have that because because yeah. Even so, show, if you wa- I mean, so if you want, so if you want to see the Blu, you are going to buy the Blu-ray.
4: And so so
1: like, but but even if like Monster Masume had the magical like f- appearing light beams, that would... Monster Musume was still a TVMA rated show. Like, you wouldn't yeah. make it TVPG if there's magical light beams and then took them away and then all of a sudden it's TVMA. Like, it would just be TVMA all around, don't you think?
4: Um, Actually, no. Monster Musume was TV14 when that was first released on... Um, Crunchyroll and High Dive, and then it became TVMA when it was released on Blu-ray. Interesting.
1: Yeah, because the, the OVA that came out first was definitely a TVMA. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And here's the yeah. weird
4: thing, too. Lots is it wrong to try to movies. pick up girls in a dungeon? TVPG on the, on the actual, like, streaming, but it was raised to a TVMA when it was released on Blu-ray, and I don't understand why.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a lot of fan service, but that's about it.
4: Mm. No, it was TVMA just for violence yeah i don't
1: know yeah uh maybe maybe somebody had a legal issue somewhere later yeah, down but, the line yeah you know the haunted hot springs is, is one that i haven't watched yet but i'm definitely gonna watch because it's it's that mindless monster yeah and i love that i love the yeah. mindless comedy monster like that's the kind of harem i like where it's like this monster the the comedy that's totally ridiculous and also a harem because harems are ridiculous so the whole premise is ridiculous you know so yeah. i enjoy that kind of comedy I got two more that I'm a little wishy-washy on before we get into the ones that I really liked. Okay. Uh, First one, Harukana Receive, our Beach Volleyball. That
4: that one wound up being a lot cuter than I thought it was going to be.
1: mm, It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. See, I really like it because I like Beach Volleyball and girls in bathing suits. Me too. (laughs) So, especially when it's just like, oh, look at the petite dark skin one. That's up my alley. I was like, sorry, I'm a dude. Like, that's what I like. Yeah. So, but the funny thing is, is that it's listed as a fan service show, but this is something that we talk about in my, our, my wife, who's not weird panel, which is Mm. the, the, the hyper sexualization aspect. Uh, There wasn't any fan service technically in the first episode because all the girls in the show were in bikinis but they were on the beach and playing beach volleyball and playing beach volleyball. They were doing what they were supposed to be doing. So is that fan service? No, it's no. To, well, technically yes, because you're watching girls in bathing suits and that's, but if, but if every episode is the beach episode, is there really a beach episode? Yeah. yeah. Like, so right. you, you kind of have to. The second episode. I haven't watched it yet. Actually, did have a little bit more fan service in it where it was like, oh, I need to get a better bathing suit bottom so that my butt doesn't jiggle when I, you know, run. Or, like, uh, I need to get a tighter top so that my boobs don't, you know, shake around when I'm running. Mm-hmm. So oh, they, was... make
3: gl- they make glue for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they have boob glue? It... I, I know
3: they have butt glue. I'm sure they have boob glue.
1: Butt glue sounds so dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no oh glue. no, yeah. that one
4: can't poop anymore. <laughs> ah!
1: They make sock glue. I know that. When, when girls wear the baggy socks, you have to keep your socks up. So yeah. they make sock glue. That's, that's a real thing. I, I
3: know Yeah, that. it is a real thing. I usually like, just use suspenders to go from my shoulders all the way down to my ankles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's hot. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Thigh <laughs> suspenders. That's my fetish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Harakana Receive, I really enjoyed it because I like I like bathing suits. Me too. That's, and, and, and that's pretty and cute, much all it's Yeah, like. and, and cute anime girls in bathing suits. And I enjoy volleyball, yeah. actually. Like, volleyball yeah. is a very fun sport to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Haikyuu. It's also why I like Harakana Receive plus bathing suits. It's like a bonus. Yeah. So... Every episode oh, and it takes place in Okinawa, and I've been there. Like, when, when she was in the Okinawa airport, I was like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. I've been in that spot. Did you have people whispering at you how tall you were, too? Because that happened in the first episode. No, because there was, like, because we showed up very late at night. Oh, okay. So there weren't that many people there in the airport. Aww. <laughs> All right. Um, other one that I'm a little wishy-washy on, and then everything else is some, uh, shows that I really liked. Um... Asobi uh, soba
4: Base. Oh, man. I was in love with this show because I'm I'm one of those people who... Like, one of the very first anime that I actually downloaded as, like, a legal fan sub was a show called Pony Pony Dash. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it was when um, Studio Shaft would now go on to do, like the Monogatari series, and Magic Modoka Magica, it was during that time when they were doing, like, gag anime. So they were doing, like, Penny Pony Dash, Negima with the exclamation point, and probably one of my favorites, Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei. This show reminds me so much of that style of humor.
1: So what Asobia Asobase is, is about three, it's a show about three schoolgirls who create a club called the Passer Past-timers club. Past-timers. Yeah, and they just sit in there and they do random stuff. They're typically bored and they're typically doing terrible things to each other. Um,
4: (laughs) Yeah, instead of cute girls doing cute stuff, it's cute girls doing dumb shit.
1: Yeah, and the animation for it is so over the top, but it's not in Joe's form where the animation, like, this many frames per second makes it so over the top. It's, like, what they're drawing, the facial expressions that... It, it's almost as if they're like doing uh what was the gambling show last year, last season. Kakigururi. Yeah, like Kakigururi, but a slice of life. So And
4: that's what made me think of Zetsubo senseis because they show some of these characters. They look cute at first, but then when they show them like depressed or shocked, they just look hideous. Yeah. And that makes me laugh seeing That sort of thing. What I like about Silvia Sabase is it does this really great bait and switch where you think it's gonna look cute, you think it's gonna look sweet, but then you see Studio Lerche is responsible for it. And Studio Lerche is one of those studios that doesn't do stuff for the sake of doing stuff, they actually have like a lot of surprise anime they're the ones who did monster musume they're the ones who did assassination classroom they're the ones who did magical girl raising project like they they are known to surprise and when i saw what the show was really turning into like that's when i realized okay this is why the this is why the studio did it and i was just laughing non especially with the re- latest episode episode two
1: yeah uh, to give everybody kind of a scenario on how the humor works in the show, the one of the final jokes in the first episode was they were in their club and they brought in a kiddie pool that they filled with water and they started splashing each other with it and having fun and the water leaked out from underneath the door. The principal or a teacher comes along and they were like, and he was like, what's going on in there? Why is there this liquid on the floor? And uh, one of the girls is like, oh, uh, what's her name? Peter self. I'm sorry Lydia. that happened. And then he he's like, the teacher's mortified and disgusted. Is like, how could there be so much liquid like on the door? There's only one way to find out if it really is. And then he touches it. And then on the other side of the door. This tastes like water. And then, like, all the girls on the other side of the door are horrified. You
4: know? And, to be fair, it wasn't him who decided. It was Detective Conan who told him to sink more.
1: <laughs> yeah, he had a little Detective Conan thing next to him when he started deducting, like, like, He's that watching is pretty awesome. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> okay, then, then like and then after the whole thing is like, We lied to you, it's water, I'm so sorry, it's like I'm happy about your honesty girls. Uh, please be sure that you know you be careful with what you're doing in there and he walks away and is like, Oh, that was a close one. Don't you realize how disgusting this situation is? Like <laughs> And then the episode ends. And the final and the closing theme is a the metal song sung by Q Girls.
4: Which is awesome. And not to mention the next episode part is all performed by puppets, which is hilarious every time.
1: Yeah. That's actually my favorite part of the show is when they're previewing the next episode because there's legit hand puppets, you can see arms and like the girls are like hitting each other and they're and they're sock puppets.
4: It's so oh, funny. Wait till you see the second episode preview. I, I did. <laughs> it is great. I did. Um, I guess I'm gonna add this one.
1: Yeah, so uh, Asobia Sabase was pretty good. I'm coming around. The second episode was better than the first episode. So uh, I, again, it's in that same uh, realm of Chio's uh, School Road. You just gotta prepare yourself because some of the uh, drawings are super ugly. In but like when episode, I when
4: I was talking about it with you, I feel I, I said that this is what Pop Team Epic should have been.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when
4: I heard about Pop Team Epic, this is what I expected out of it. Yeah.
1: Um, the second episode of uh, Asobi Asobase legitimately had some drawn faces that freaked me out, that like scared me. <laughs> uh, so check that out. Okay, um, I don't think we have any. Uh, does anybody else have uh, any other me, shows? Because I'm well, I'm ready to go into shows I, I like.
2: Me too. And I have me a too. block
1: of four. There's four shows that I like.
2: Yeah, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> what is your one, Greg? You want me to start this? Yeah, yeah. Let me go to my handy dandy page again. (laughs) Uh, So, unfortunately, it doesn't give me much of a description because I never watched really the original series, but my friends have said the show was amazing. Uh, This is Zoid Wild that I'm kind of getting into now. Yeah, into a Zoid show. And I love it, even though I think it's like super corny. Um, It's a good show. Yeah, I didn't really know that until Andrew kind of told me when I told him about it. I'm, I just feel oh so better about myself. But it really is, like I think, a wonderfully animated show, especially like the 3D uh, Zoid Liger. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. And like the opening uh, battle scene uh, where the kid... I, I already forget his name. It's like Ashari. I'm not good with like Japanese characters' names in these shows. <laughs> English racist play i'm <laughs> sorry derek but like the way it pairs up like that battle sequence was kind of cool and their enemies are called like the death metal empire which sounds great and scary and then when like this squad attacks like the super rare liger that uh, ashari has to like join up with it's like they're the most not scary thing ever like they're wearing this like fetish like get up like leather like they have no shirts on like bdsm gimp thank you a bdsm thing and they have a (laughs) kid show and to make it better they have tattooed like purple stars on their chest and just their expressions are like how is anyone afraid of this empire (laughs) i I, like i don't even fear them Um, that's awesome but you know other than that uh it seems to be pretty good and i will probably still continue to follow it and uh, hopefully the story gets a little more. Um, I kind of want it to get a little more complicated with like more layers to it, but it probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, I like an ogre. There's, there's nothing.
1: There's absolutely nothing wrong with liking kids shows from Japan because I love
2: Bakugan. I mean, they're they're better. Honestly, but I feel like kids oh shows yeah, are so much better in Japan than they are in America. Like the American shows. Like Teletubbies, like I wanted to. shoot that's, er, that's
1: that's early childhood shows, and that's
2: but. actually a UK
1: show. Yeah, Teletubbies was the, developed in the UK because the UK makes really crappy kid shows. They do. The UK mm. makes really bad. Kid oh babies. no, no! But po- uh, Pocoyo was. Oh wait, but that's Spain. Never mind. Yeah, that was Spain. Because Pocoyo was awesome. Was was oh. All
2: right, I'm trying to think of an American one that I can reference. Uh which I can't seem to remember. Door the Explorer. But that was
1: but that was our and that was early childhood, and this is a little bit further than early childhood. So Um, Adventure Time. Come on, grab your friends. (laughs) Go to very distant lands. Jake Dog Infant the Human Funda Friends. It's adventure. Adventure time. time. I highly
2: recommend it. So check it out, everybody. So it's Um
1: Let's talk about Angels of Death. Yes! That's a, good one, that's a good one to start with, because it only gets better from here. It's kind of creepy. <coughs> yeah, right, that's why I started with it. it it's kind of creepy. Well, I'm finally, I'm glad that we finally have a horror anime. Yeah. Horror animes yeah. are awesome, so... The last couple that have come out have been really bad. But And I want to make
4: the point that I've actually played the full video game version of this. I gave it four and a half stars on the Electric System page. It is an excellent, excellent RPG Maker created video game that everyone should play. I'm really liking how they are adapting this the video game into an anime. I do have a concern because two episodes have gone by and the two uh, episodes have covered basically the first two hours of the video game and the video game takes only five hours to complete.
1: Yeah, I heard that it was a short game. I haven't watched the second episode yet, so
4: I don't... I don't second know. Know. Here, here's the thing, too. Apparently there's not 12, not 13, but 16 episodes of Angels of Death that are being made. Really? So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if they're going to be adapting some of the stuff from the manga... That wasn't in the video game as well.
1: Oh, I didn't know that there was a manga. I thought it was. Oh manga. yeah, I yeah, one hundred percent a game. Yeah.
4: Game manga now anime.
1: Okay, so yeah, and the only th- the thing that I've been wondering about this is: can you imagine how exciting it must be to be the creator of Angels of Death, an indie RPG, crappy? I did everything myself game that was so popular and so good that they're just like, we're going to make an anime about your game! Like, can you... Just like, as a yeah. game creator... It's like, kind
4: of like the Course Party guy. Like, yeah, they exactly. made an anime of that, and they made a manga series out of that. And which, they made sequels.
1: Which I have both Corpse Party and Angels of Death in my Steam queue, to in my wish list on, on Steam. So Did I'm ser-
4: seriously, anime. Angels of Death definitely get that game. However, if you don't want to be spoiled... I would recommend now waiting until you actually watch the anime.
1: Right. So, well, and that's just it. It's, it's do I want to play the game and understand the story or do I want to watch the anime and understand the story? It depends on which way I want to understand the story, which is through the game or through the anime. And for me, the game is the original property. So I'd want to play the game and I wouldn't mind if, if that means that the anime is going to be a little bit. As an adaption, though, you think it's, it's good?
4: So far, I do believe... Yeah, it's really good. I think they're capturing the real spirit of the video game. I love the voice acting. The, the end theme is one of my favorites of this season. Yeah.
1: The, yeah, the, char- the characters are great. I, I really love Rachel as the main character. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's a fantastic main character. And you know, I couldn't really
4: tell where the story took place until I watched the anime version i saw there was a bag of chips but it was called crisps so this must take place in like london or yeah. some part of england
1: but she's she's definitely american because her name is uh, rachel gardner or a uh, western because her, her name is rachel gardner yeah so well it is a well it is
4: western based because all the characters have american or british names yeah which is pretty
1: cool yeah so angels of death is definitely a highly recommended yep one. yeah how about um well how, uh the one that i'm Probably going to end up writing my article about this season. Okay, yeah. Uh, how Not to Summon a Demon Lord. So this Yes. Is a, so this is a strange one because we just got off the topic of how much we hate isekais and how stupid and badly written they are. But this one is a parody of isekai. Now my question is that me and, me and Jonathan had a discussion about this earlier how many times are we going to parody isekai until isekai becomes nothing but a parody of isekai because i mean it's cool that we're making fun of it now and that isekai is becoming a joke
4: but But we already did that with konosuba exactly
1: konosuba was was a good example of parodying itself but now we have another one that's parodying it's very good I will, I will,
4: I will say that this one feels more where Konosuba is more making fun of something like Sword Art Online, this one is more making fun of Overlord. Like, this is Overlord with a bigger funny bone. Uh, Because Overlord is still funny, but it doesn't reach the hilarious levels that this one does.
1: I think the reason why it tops Overlord is because Demon Lord, the main character, Diablo, rather, uh... Is actually, like, a well-written antisocial character, where, like, he'll he'll play his part of Diablo, and he'll say, like, no, he's, you listen he's to He's not me. antisocial, he has anxiety. He has yeah. social anxiety. He's just, like, really introverted. But, like, he... Not uh, even that. It's, he, it's, like, it's social anxiety. he's He'll play his part, and he'll say, you listen to me now, and then, like, it'll cut to him, and it'll be, oh, this interaction with people is exhausting you know that's that's funny and it's really it's kind of incredible because you almost feel like these two girls that summoned him are very interested in actually learning about him and knowing who he is but he's only playing a part because he in the first episode he said well if i was the demon lord this is how i would say this right and he's only playing a part he doesn't actually know how to interact with anybody but he's still playing the game so, Pretty much. He, so you kind of have to have like this internal dialogue with yourself as the viewer of is he a real person? Is he really? Does he really know what's happening? And I think that's what makes it successful.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. And again, it kind of reminds me of Overlord and the season premiere of Overlord, which just aired a couple of days ago. It kind of even plays with that aspect too, because there's a scene where the character of Ainz Al-Gun is looking himself in the mirror and he's like practicing. All of his like badass lines before he's even saying it, um, which I think is really funny. Yeah, that's a good. I feel like, oh, should I point like this? Should I have my voice deeper? Should I say it this way? Should I say it that way? Oh, that's exactly how I'm going to do it.
1: I feel like demon. How not to summon a demon lord to me is more closely to uh, Death March. Death March into a parallel world, mm. but a much better Death March because that show was so bad that. <laughs> I mean, I've talked about Death March to no end. I watched the whole thing, and it was terribly... And crazy. you see, I
4: gave up on two episodes of that. Well, and...
1: and see, the thing, that me, the thing that bothers me the most about Death March is how... It, you read the, the comments on Crunchyroll, and people are praising the show. <laughs> like, they loved it to death. They're just like, oh, I'm so sad that this anime is ending, and oh, that episode was so good, and oh, our main character, our hero, has sex with prostitutes, and you're like... What?
2: You are dumb. Like, you're, you're stupid. stupid. Like, you this don't... is stupid. Shut up.
1: Like nobody know, understands how to write a hero character. Like that's like there are ways that you write heroes, and the way that and and so I feel like Demon Lord is more making fun of that because of how bad that was. That was a very bad show. And anybody mm-hmm. who says that Death March into a Parallel World was a good show is. I so would crazy. not trust
4: their tastes. I would not trust their tastes in anime I if mean, that they was say a, Death Watch is a, amazing. That was another
1: lowly paradise where every single girl that was in love with him was under the age of eight. Like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, what is going on? You could tell that it was just some otaku, like, right, like, oh, and this will be really good. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Demon Lord, hilarious. The facial expressions are hilarious. The car- The girls are cute. Everyone's best girl directly. in this
4: show, by the way. Everyone is best girl.
1: Yeah. yeah I, well, no, cat girl is best girl. But the elf girl is is pretty close behind. The, oh, man. But, like, the humor with, like, the scene where he does the blood contract where he cuts open his yeah. thumb <laughs> and it, <splashes laughs> it sprays out her. everywhere and, like, it covers the entire contract. You can't even read it. And, and there's it splashes so blood. on a little dog girl's face <laughs> and she's, like, horrified. Yeah. Ah, she's so good. It's it's just cute. written really well. Just really well done. Yeah. So I'm going to bring up uh, Dropkick on My Demon. Yes, oh, I, I Josh got my devil. I thought because the original translation of the show is Josh uh, Joshin San, so it doesn't even say demon or devil. It says her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I watched the first episode of that show, and I thought it was incredibly entertaining, and yeah. and that's like the the majority of what I thought. I didn't think it was anything spectacular, but I also didn't think it was anything less than amazing uh so it was the show that was highly entertaining i love the characters there's a voice actress in it i mentioned this to you guys on the, on the wicked anime chat that there's a voice actress in the show that i haven't heard since uh, uh setokai yakuin domo i haven't heard her in any other show except for that one and then she pops up again in this show i'm like that's really cool because i really liked her voice mm-hmm. So um, I will
4: say though that I felt like this show took about like five minutes to really kick into gear as to what kind of program it's going to be. Like when you see Joshin like die the first time, it's like, okay, now I'm kind of into this.
1: I, I didn't have that. I, I was entertained by it right away. Like I, I, I was lucky enough that I thought that, oh, this is cool. I like this. I like the angel girl who lost her halo. <laughs> How she she's always, so funny. She has those. She has those dark rings under her eyes, and she always looks like she's horrified. And because she's hanging out with demons, yeah, <laughs> and everybody's just always kicking dirt on her. You know, like it's just it's so. What's it's, really, it, Josh
4: and just really kicking dirt on her. Everyone else is like kind of nice to her.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's just funny to see her in such a lowly, sad, pathetic state, and the way that she's handling it, which is not well. Uh, it, it, it she was funny to watch. Um, you know, there's the Egyptian girl who's Medusa and then there's like this cow girl who is, I forget, who some sort of, some, some sort of bull deity. Uh, and then there's the girl who summoned, which is weird because the first episode doesn't even have an origin to this whole thing. I actually think that the theme song that they wrote yeah. for this show is the origin yeah. part of it. Oh, yeah. And it's just a gag humor show. Yeah. So like the theme song is the origin and then the rest of the show is just gag humor which is so. interesting because you don't see that often in anime where they, they tell you the story it's almost like an American cartoon yeah
4: yeah it's like Gilligan's Island theme song yeah yeah because you never see him actually get stranded on the island it's everything after they said. get stranded
1: or for the 30 people who watched it the Earthworm Jim cartoon show <laughs> yes Earthworm Jim <laughs> a super super all Earthworm Jim the soil <laughs> he will crawl
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> sing <it> more
4: <laughs> I will there isn't that a retro anime that's never been released here in America that is getting its first premiere over here called Late Night the Genius Bakabon and it's from the same creator as Osamatsu-kun, which got turned into Osamatsu-san. Uh,
0: and yeah.
4: It's actually pretty funny. It's been, um, there's there's actually some really cool cameos in the first episode. It, there, you see Yoshiki from X-Japan show up. You see Blackjack from you know, Osama Tezuka's Blackjack. And it's just really funny Just the, the character of... Um, Bakoban trying to revamp himself because it's been almost 20 years since they last were on television and what I liked about the episode was that for the majority of the show and it's brand new animated but the way it looks it looks like something from like the late 80s early 90s like it looks like they actually hand drew and hand colored everything
1: I I like that I I that that sounds like a good draw and that's on Crunchyroll right
4: yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. And, oh, that's right. The um, the voice actress for Goku shows up, too. Oh, yeah. As herself, which is really funny. That's
2: cool. All
1: right. Let's, uh, and finally, let's talk about the show that is absolutely going to make a wiki's appearance, if not going to be nominated for one of the best shows of the year, which is Cells at Work. Yeah. So this is easily the best show that I'm watching this season um, and possibly all year. Yeah. Well, I don't know about The
4: thing the thing about this show that really impressed me the most is like its animation and it shows that if Kyo Animation doesn't do it, then David Production should be the company to do an anime adaptation of City.
1: So here's the thing, David Production has not had the best track record mm-hmm. in the past with animation. They've done they I mean they've done JoJo and they've done other shows like JoJo which Mm -hmm. this series is directed by, I believe, the same person as Jojo. So, for those who don't know, this is, uh, basically this is Osmosis Jones, uh, but in anime. The main character is a red blood cell, and there's a secondary character that's... Red waifu, all the things. Yeah, that's that's a white blood cell. And the white blood cell is pretty much a manime character. It's a Jojo character that cuts down germs and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, is the interaction is like... He's like this... Like psychopathic sort of like I love killing germ sort of things, but then he's like, "Have a nice day, I love you." To like all the all the red blood cells, you know, like being a good citizen, and, and like everybody in the body, nobody fights with each other or anything because they're all working in unison to help the person live, and. We don't see the person, the entire show takes place inside the body, so you don't know whose body it is. It's supposed to be your body. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, um, and I, it came to that realization where there's that kind of fourth wall breaking thing, like, this is happening inside my body right now as I, as I'm watching the yeah, show. exactly. Um, but, oh gosh, it is Blood just... all waifus bring you oxygen. Yeah, it's so good, um... It, it, the, the fight scenes with the germs are bloody and gory mm-hmm. it, you well mean,
4: you know white blood cells they killed the germs dead yeah. so they want to show how much to kill them
1: you learn so much about the human body and how it works like seriously there is so much anatomical uh, help and education and it's like you their- can actually
4: play this in schools and you will learn shit from it
1: yeah, yeah. I yeah and and I learned end, that white he,
3: blood cells can go through uh, the walls of veins in order to find their targets.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he said that, but he was really just crawling through a ventilation shaft. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's... I, I love when you can take something that's inanimate and doesn't have feelings and doesn't have personality and you give it this personification so that people can understand it better. hmm I I love that theme. So things like Osmosis Jones, it makes sense. It's cool. Because then you kind of have this fantasy of yourself and of reality where you can... It's put into simpler terms. Mm -hmm. It's put into layman's terms. And and it's nice for learning, but it's also nice for entertainment. Because Osmosis Jones is really cool. This is really cool. Things like Inside Out is really cool. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, what if things that don't have feelings have feelings? Uh, And... It's just fun to see, oh, I'm a new blood cell and I don't know my job. Yeah, you know, I don't know where to where, go. She I'm doesn't lost. know where to go and where she's lungs. Lungs.
2: It's like, you're in the kidneys. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's. Just... I kind of hope they do an episode where it's like this white blood cell you guys are talking about just has to fight this like virus that it can't kill right away. Uh-huh. And they have to figure out a way to like try to stop it. Well, they did
1: that in the first episode, kind of, where, yeah. like, the white blood cells were having trouble fighting this virus, so they call them the T and B blood cells, oh, and, okay. the T and, and the T and B cells are just these, like, dark figures wearing, like, all black, and they have kill in English <laughs> written on their hats, and they just beat the crap <laughs> out of the, like, oh, yeah, it's so good. Oh, I can't I wait would- to watch this. I would
3: love to see their take on vaccines Where they learn how to fight viruses By just getting a really old Like crippled (laughs) virus in there And just have all the white blood cells Take turns beating the crap out of it (laughs) Oh oh, that's
1: how you fight this Well see it's funny because the white blood cells Are like the police Mm -hmm. And the T and B blood cells are like the military Yeah, (laughs) They're like the
4: SWAT team more
1: I I would say more to SWAT Because
4: like they're blocking roads
1: and saying Hey you're not allowed in this area
4: Well SWAT teams do that too
1: Yeah but they're not like a constant presence Police and military police (laughs) Yeah um so uh so it's really funny to see how they're making and the platelets mm-hmm. like the platelets are the are the ones that rebuild the
4: body elementary Aww. school kids. Yeah and they're like, Oh my god, they're so cute. <laughs>
1: and well, and that's what's funny is the red blood cells so i like, "Oh my gosh, they're so adorable." <laughs> These platelets are so adorable. Yeah, the second episode has to do with uh the person gets a cut and like a giant explosion happens in the middle of the city and there's this whole that forms and uh, all these viruses come through, and so while they're fighting, the platelets are are covering it up.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, but yeah,
1: it's it's so good. Um, Cells at work will probably be on the top of my list for this season.
2: And That's all we have for
1: shows. I don't. Think I we've think so. That. I don't think we watched anything else. I've 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 talked about all the shows that I watched. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're still right.
4: waiting for the season three premiere of uh, Attack on Titan. Yes. We- which I think is later this week. It is
1: uh, no, I think it's I think it's a couple weeks. Oh, sweet. I think it I think it starts in either early August or very late. And that's January. good, just because then we'll have something to, to talk about in later episodes about what we're watching. Yeah, can't wait any longer. Bring it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I I'm excited for Attack on Titan. Yep. Um. Everybody who's read the manga is just like oh, the manga. My Hero Academia. <laughs> uh, after a short break, finally uh, started its next arc, which is the Ultimate Moves and uh, Preliminary yeah. License, which sucks yes. because now Boruto is also on a break. So like, mm-hmm. I, so last week Boruto didn't air. So uh, I want Boruto. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So that's all we got. I, I'm sorry that we don't have any more unique content for this episode.
4: But come on, we've been going on for what? Almost half an hour and a half. An
1: hour yeah, we've got like a pretty like an actual sized episode. So it's time for us to go, people. Like what do you want from us? Stop yelling. Fan service and 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 a waifu watch okay. <laughs> We'll get we'll get to it.
4: Oh 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 wait 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 I almost forgot we should uh we should tell our listeners about the wicked anime book club that we're starting.
1: Oh, yeah, we could we, we should do that. That'll give them plenty of time to, uh, to read up on what they need to, if they so choose. Yeah, they yes, do.
4: and what they should read up on is the very first book that we're going to be talking about is My Solo Diary Exchange Volume 1, which is the sequel to My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness. Mm,
1: I have started reading it.
3: I have too. And uh, can I just leave two words here that have not been mentioned yet? Sure. Horse Girls, done. This was going to be the first one where we didn't say it So I had to
1: (laughs) And it's kind of sad Yeah So, Andrew, where can everybody tell us about the shows that they're watching? Well, if you guys want to talk about your shows that you're watching and stuff that you like and tell us that we're wrong, that the shows that we don't like are the shows that you like and you hate us, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post news, articles, updates, con events, and you can also chat with us there in the comments or on our messenger uh, you can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash anime if you're not already listening to this podcast right there, where you can also find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podchasers, uh, anything else that mm-hmm. might have podcasting on it. Whatever. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the Wicked Anime yep. Podcast. And you can find our videos, our Wicked Anime videos at nerdyshow.com slash anime. but we prefer you to find our Wicked Anime videos at youtube.com slash reviews, where... You can subscribe to us, and you can find updates on when new videos come out. Ever, And you can find us on Twitter, at YoWickedAnime. You can tweet us whatever, whenever you want. Tell us, hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, you're doing a bad job. Uh, hey, look at this gif. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we do get that too. That's awesome. Uh, and you can also find us at Tumblr, uh, at WickedAnime.tumblr.com. And you can find us also find us at WickedAnimePlay at uh, Twitch.tv, uh, where i'm I'm almost thinking about now that I have that awesome new computer that and I, I want to play Angels of Death, maybe I'll just play Angels of Death one day mm-hmm. and straight just through yeah, just kind of maybe straight through maybe in two sessions uh, you know, but basically split it up and Hashtag quit my job. yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and uh, just have you guys watch me play through Angels of Death and then we'll put it on to put it on to uh, YouTube.
4: okay, so. For the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at at thebastardsatbostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and the J-Pop Anime and Video Games Amino pages at kingbabyduckesh.com. On Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Omnistry Inc. That's O-M-N-I-S-T-R-Y-I-N-C. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bass and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, who Cap and Review, and Smash Rook. And folks, I hope you really enjoyed that interview I did with the pillows and noodles, which was so amazing that I got that opportunity. Tune in very soon, maybe on the day that this episode airs, I will be having an interview with the front woman from the band Satellite Young. And very soon, there will be another episode of the unboxing featuring Elite 4 Derek, John Star, and Tyler Abstract of Abstract Japan that we recorded during the recording of episode 200 of No Borders, No Race, Elite Four Derek.
3: Yeah, it's great. There are boxes, there's stuff in the boxes. Open the boxes, take out the stuff, show it to you guys. It's great. Unboxing. <laughs> uh, okay, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Elite Four Derek. Uh, otherwise, I got a little road trip I got to plan. I've got to go to Bend, Oregon. Because unfortunately, I've got a lot of really late rental fees on my um, copy of Death to Smoochie from Blockbuster, <laughs> and it turns out there's only one Blockbuster left at all. So I got to go to Bend, Oregon. So I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so I don't know what the fate of our next episode is going to be because uh, the Doom! recording falls, uh, falls on the day after my wedding. Oh, that's right. That's the next. We're going to be so people. hungover
4: afterwards.
1: Nope. uh but uh, I will be too busy uh, doing honeymoon things <laughs> in Disney World, and I will not be recording. All right, everybody, that's it for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast please just return to us next time where we will talk about more anime things. Until then, we will sign off the only way we know how. Kibai! Kibai!
4: So, um, apparently, my friend, uh, Manny, who we met at the pillow show, with John, he's um, going over to Japan and he's going to see if there's any Bumamu merch for for him to send down for me. So, I will keep you posted. I would be yeah. You going to get, like, a of yes, that's what I told him. Especially, is if there's a special week plushie, give it to me.
1: Just special week, like you.
4: Well, you- I won. Well, I said especially special week. I didn't tell him which ones, but I told him find one with plushies, and I will PayPal you the money for it.
1: Would it be awesome if they had like real horse plushies? Of, like, like instead of like the moe cutesy anime girls, they were like real
2: horses. I would get those
1: Greg is very tall (laughs) Greg has to get close enough to the mic in order for it to pick him up properly and his knees are basically like like kneeing
4: us the entire
1: time it's like he's practicing Muay Thai he's trying to assimilate I feel (laughs) like what you need to do
4: is you need to get a couch have him just lay on the couch and have the microphone close enough to him
1: I don't have a couch. I actually, I, I actually have, like, a legit recording studio now around a small, tiny desk that does not accommodate...
4: Dude, right you need to, like, people. tonight show the place, man. you got the tiny desk, and then you have to have the, the chair, and then the long couch for the other guests after you're done interviewing them.
0: Yeah.
2: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long.